This week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Yun at the Second Son of the United Methodist Church, June 11th, 2023. The message is, when the Holy Spirit moves, dancing with the divine flow, based on Galatians 5, 16 to 26, and John 14, 15 to 20. It's good to be with you today. Would you join me as I pray? Oh God, may the meditations of my heart and may the words of my mouth be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Come and teach us and help us to better understand your wonderful words of life. We pray all this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, how many of you carry a water bottle with you when you go to work or take a walk outside? Anybody? Yeah? Many of you. I have a several water bottles at home, and today I brought one with me. It's from Kumac. Uh, I got this from Kumac. Uh, it's just a regular water bottle. Can you see what's inside? Can you see? Water. It's a water bottle. <laughs> but there are also the stones inside. I put stones inside. So it's quite heavy. Now imagine carrying this stone-filled water bottle with you everywhere you go. How would you feel? Heavy, right? Would you even attempt it? Probably not. However, in a spiritual sense, we often carry a heart like this stone-filled water bottle with us without even realizing it. It represents the things that burdens us, weighs us down, and leave our souls weary, lost, and broken. In Ezekiel 36:27, God spoke through the prophet Ezekiel to the Israelites who carried the heart of stone. And God promised to remove those stony hearts and replace them with a renewed heart, a new spirit, so that they may walk according to God's will. In today's New Testament lesson from Galatians chapter 5, the apostle Paul encourages early Christians to walk in the Holy Spirit and be guided by the divine helper promised by Jesus Christ in the Gospel of John, which we read earlier. In this letter to first century Christians in Galatia, Paul draws a distinction between the desires of the flesh and the desires of the Spirit, which are contrary to each other in our spiritual journey. The hearts of those who solely seek to gratify their Freshly desires, like this stone-filled bottle. 
heavy and leaving them thirsty. I brought this cup. You know, even if they take much effort to carry it, Billy makes a cup. Probably not for enough for yourself, not to mention others. Heavy, but thirsty. Last Sunday we talked about the uh, upside down bowl. You know, just as an upside down bowl, cannot be filled and only creates a mess. Hearts filled with the desires of the flesh remains empty. That's what Paul teaches in this letter to Christians in Galatia. Last Sunday we discussed the words of the um, forgotten God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the truth who leads us into all the truth. When we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. The good news is that the Holy Spirit fully understands the state of our hearts, the conditions of our heart, whether they're upside down or fully open, whether they are full or empty, Holy Spirit understands where we are. The Holy Spirit is a divine person even closer to us than our own souls. When the Holy Spirit, divine helper, moves, she helps turn our hearts like an upside down ball toward God's mercy that falls on us like refreshing rain that we had last night. Moreover, the Holy Spirit can transform our stony hearts filled with the desires of the flesh into new hearts. She leads us to a live a life filled with the Spirit. As theologian Louis Schaefer wisely noted, being filled with the Holy Spirit it's not about acquiring more of the Spirit. It's about allowing the Spirit to have more of us. It's about being aware of the movement of the Holy Spirit, allowing the Spirit to lead us in our thoughts and actions and priorities and turn them into become more like Christ. So how can we understand this transformative work of the Spirit that empowers us to live a Spirit-led, Spirit-filled life? There are different ways of explaining what a Spirit-filled life would look like and would mean to us as Christians. In Galatians chapter 5, Paul draws on a familiar image to convey this spiritual truth. In verse, verse 16, he first says, Walk by the Spirit. And then, in verse 25, he says again, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step 
with the Spirit. As I was reflecting on this phrase, keeping in step with the Spirit, a vivid image comes to my mind. A couple engaged in ballroom dancing, moving in perfect unity and harmony. Perhaps that's because I recently witnessed a group of people dancing in a small studio right there on Route 10. Anybody watch? Anybody saw them? For those who have observed a participated in ballroom dancing, you would understand the remarkable side of individuals gracefully moving together, synchronized with the music and with each other. It's incredible to see them, how smoothly they are moving together. Personally, I'm incredibly bad at dancing. Ask my family how bad at I am. So I have always admired great dancers. Even though I'm still a poor, clumsy dancer, I cannot think of a better analogy to explain my spiritual journey with the Holy Spirit than dancing, especially ballroom dance. You know, in ballroom dance, one person leads and the other person follows with creativity. The imagery of ballroom dance offers us an ex ex excellent picture of how the Holy Spirit works when we keep in step with the Spirit faithfully. Here's the thing. Before we come to know the Lord, we were all like someone who volume danced by himself or herself. That was our existential status. But if you know in volume dance, a dance is meant to be partnered with someone else. And that's what the Holy Spirit who dwells within us constantly reminds us through a gentle nudging, through a gentle voice. Hey, Stephen, you are fearfully, wonderfully created to keep in step with me each day. Will you join me in dancing in your life? I'll take the lead. You can follow me. I am in you and with you, I will be with you forever. Holy Spirit invites us to dance with her. Friends, this is what happens when the Holy Spirit comes and moves within us. We are empowered to set our feet to dance with the Spirit each day. Of course, for those who are not familiar with dancing or don't like dancing, dancing each day may sound like a dance, you know, daunting or even overwhelming task. But you know, we're not talking about actual physical movement here. Again, it's about being responsive to the Spirit's movement or being attuned to the Spirit's promptings. It's about adjusting our steps to the Spirit's timing and rhythm, especially when we are out of step or off step, driven by the work of the flesh that Paul addressed in Galatia, Galatians. It's about following the lead of the Spirit to bear the fruit of the Spirit as we continue to dance with the divine flow. The flow of love, the flow of joy, the flow of peace, gentleness, patience, 
self-control, faithfulness, which we will talk more about in depth next Sunday. Those of you who listened to my sermon last Sunday would remember my story about disappointment and discouragement that I experienced at Thursday prayers a week before. After celebrating Pentecost Sunday, I had hoped that uh, more people would join us in the sanctuary for prayers. My initial hope turned into disappointment and discouragement. And the Holy Spirit touched me with these words on the prayer cards that I picked before I started prayers. The Holy Spirit, the Divine Helper, knew precisely what I needed to hear in the very moment. But that wasn't the end of the story. As I prayed on, I discovered another prayer card and unfolded. To my surprise, it was about righteousness. You know, initially I felt puzzled and um, wondered and confused by this message. However, I, as I was meditating on it, I realized that it pointed to the source of my disappointment and discouragement. As Christians, we sometimes have the tendency to demonstrate, to showcase our own righteousness to others. We may even judge and criticize those who don't follow our practices or don't do things at the same level of commitment as we do. Whether it's a prayer, service, giving, or any aspect of our spiritual life. You know, in that moment as I was praying, the Holy Spirit Divine Helper understood my feelings comforted me with gracious words, but the Spirit also took the lead, guiding me to examine the root of my disappointment and discouragement. It helped me to realize that it stemmed from my own sense of righteousness, a lack of trust and patience in building a prayer ministry within our church. With care and patience, the Holy Spirit danced alongside me, helping me realize that I had lost my staff in that area. You know, when I became aware of this truth about myself, surprisingly, I felt freed. The strong sense of disappointment and discouragement I had felt was no longer holding me. Friends, this is how the Holy Spirit dances with us. Taking one step at a time and strengthening us in our battle with the work of the, of the flesh. When the Holy Spirit moves and dances with us, the Spirit helps us unlearn our old ungodly way of dancing, ungodly way of living, characterized by the work of the flesh. The Holy Spirit helps us to relearn the way the Spirit dances as we continue to surrender our desires, simple desires to the Spirit, to the divine flow. This is an ongoing spiritual journey where the Holy Spirit takes the lead to guide us and correct our steps along the way so we can dance love patiently. So we can dance peace faithfully. So we can dance joyfully 
with the divine flow every step of the way, no matter what's taking place in our lives today. The Ruth Annie Ralph, the Christian writer, said, Faith is when music stops, but you continue dancing. What a beautiful word. What a beautiful dance, reminding us that dancing with the Holy Spirit is not just about our physical movement. It's about our trust, love. It's about being attuned to the loving, graceful flow of the Holy Spirit in perfect unity and harmony. Even when I'm lifting background music stops momentarily in our lives. Friends, as Christians, we are no longer waiting for the Holy Spirit like the first disciples of Jesus Christ did in the first century. Instead, the Holy Spirit is waiting for us. She's waiting for us to dance with us each day. So don't try to dance by yourself. Don't try to dance by yourself. Remember, you have the extraordinary privilege and blessing to keep in step with the Spirit and dance with the divine flow each day. So friends, follow her lead. Even when it might feel uncertain, unfamiliar, or uncomfortable, surrender your desires, your old style of dancing to her and adjust your step to the rhythm of the Spirit and see what kind of dancer you are becoming in that process. This morning I want to close my message with the Christian song entitled, We Dance. I hope you can uh, listen to this music after the service. But this song goes like this. And I will lock, eye, lock eyes with the one who's chosen me, the one who set my feet to dancing. We dance, we dance. We dance, just you and me. It's nice to know I'm not alone. I've found my home here in your arms. It's nice to know I am not alone. And I've found my homes in your arms. And my hope seems lost. You spin me around and round and remind me of that song, the one you wrote for me. And we dance, and we dance. Amen.